Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with missionary Greg Savitt. Christmas morning, I remember getting up early and I'm opening up this Santa Claus and I'm taking off the wrapping paper and it was a Nerf football. I was so excited. At that moment, that was the greatest Christmas present ever. But I'll tell you what the greatest Christmas present ever was, was 13 years later when God unwrapped, not my wrapping paper, but my heart and the love of God came into my heart. Today, Greg will be explaining how, although it's great receiving gifts on Christmas, the most important gift of all is receiving the free gift of salvation. Jesus humbled himself and became a baby in order to die a human death on the cross for your salvation. Purpose to keep Christ first during the Christmas season. Now here's Greg with part one of his message entitled, Without Hanukkah, No Christmas. You guys all know Hebrew. This is going to be real easy. Um, my name is Greg Savitt. I'm a missionary in South Florida for Chosen People Ministries. Chosen People is the oldest and largest missions in the world. You might have heard of Jews for Jesus. They came out of Chosen People. They've been around for 120 years. And the story is amazing because what happened, there was a rabbi named Leopold Cohen in, in, in Hungary. And somehow he was studying the Bible. And he figured out prophetically that the Messiah had to come. So he was asking all his friends, where's the Messiah? And one rabbi, one of his friends said, go to New York City. You'll find anything in New York City. So he barely speaks English. He takes a three-week boat ride. He's walking around in the Holy Land, Brooklyn. And, <laughs> and he's walking and he, he sees a Jewish star and a cross. And he goes inside and he gets radically saved. And from then, 120 years later, we're still preaching the gospel in 16 different countries. I don't know if some of you guys know this, but South Florida is the second largest Jewish population in the United States. 750,000 Jewish people live in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach. Jesus said the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. So I'm one of those people in the harvest, so I'm hoping that, that you'll help me. Now, I just want to let you guys know a couple things about me. My biography is really simple. I'm a nice Jewish boy that loves Jesus. It's that simple. And um, my message is, without Hanukkah, there would be no Christmas. And when I grew up, I want to tell you, Jewish, I'm Jewish and believe in Jesus, but um, Hanukkah was our Christmas, okay? 
because you guys had this big fancy day and all my Gentile friends got stereos and bikes and, and Walkmans and a remote control football thing. And I only had eight nights of Hanukkah. Now I was happy, but let me tell you the presents I got. Batman doll, Superman, you know, that's my presence. Um, so you can see why I was jealous. Also, Christmas, you guys dominated the month. Christmas sales, Christmas TV shows, Christmas movies. I got a two-week vacation because of Christmas. Paul says in Romans 11, Again, did they not stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of transgressions, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. I sometimes wonder if Christmas, God is using it <laughs> to make Jewish people envious. Because I was... Um, I was very envious as a kid, and what's interesting, if you want to know history of Hanukkah, 100 years ago, it was nothing of a holiday. It was just a blip on the screen. Well, pretty soon, the Jewish kids are like, Mom, Dad, my Gentile friends are getting all these presents, and now it's a huge holiday for the, for, for the Jewish people. Now, I want to take you back to 1976. I had, was in a public school, and I remember going to a school assembly. And on this school assembly, I'm Jewish. I knew nothing really much about Christian stuff. I grew up in Chicago, moved to a northwest suburb where I, was in, where I was in school. And we sang a song, a bunch of songs. And they were about Jesus. Could you imagine what the ACLU would do with that today? I remember singing this song, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on Earth and Mercy Mild, Glory to the newborn king, God and sinners reconciled. Now, I was eight years old, and I started to feel a joy, a warmth, a peace in my heart. It was the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaGodesh, was starting to touch me. But actually, I thought I was just excited because I was going to get off for a two-week holiday. You know, I didn't know any of this. So I'm walking home that afternoon, right after that presentation, I'm with my my new best friend, Gentile, named Danny. And Danny tells me, did you know that Jesus is the Son of God, the Jewish Messiah? And I said, stop. I'm Jewish. The rabbis say when the Messiah comes, there'll be peace on earth. Well, Danny was right in front of his house, and he brought out this big black Bible, and he read to me, and I remember this exactly, and this was like 41 years ago. He read me where Jesus said, Jesus made the blind see the deaf hear, and the lame walk. Now, when he said this, guys, I was furious. In my kishkas, which is Jewish for guts, first thing I was mad at, if this is true, Jesus could be the Messiah. If he's the Messiah, I've been going to Hebrew school on Tuesday and Thursday nights. I've been missing happy days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy. I mean, this was the greatest night of TV. Guys, there was no VCRs. There was no TiVo. I just missed it. So anyways, what did I do with Danny? Did I, did I uh, pray to receive the Lord to accept Jesus? No, I got him on a headlock, threw him to the ground. I stuck his face, and I made him eat dirt. Now, the funny thing was, the next day, Danny came to my door with this beautiful square present wrapped in Santa Claus. I always remember Santa Claus is all over this. And he said, I'm really sorry that I talked about religion. Obviously, obviously upset you. This is a Christmas present for you. <gasps> what? I'm Jewish. I got to get a Christmas present? 
And what's so amazing is I put it on our fireplace and that Christmas morning, I remember getting up early and I'm opening up this Santa Claus and I'm taking off the wrapping paper and it was a Nerf football. I was so excited. At that moment, that was the greatest Christmas present ever. But I'll tell you what the greatest Christmas present ever was, was 13 years later when God unwrapped, not my wrapping paper, but my heart. And the love of God came into my heart. And I knew without a doubt that Jesus was Messiah, Savior, and Lord. And that was better than a Nerf football. Uh, by the way, I did apologize to Danny on Facebook, but he never responded. I just want to let you guys know. I wanna, in order to understand Hanukkah, i got to go through some of the history with you. But some of the history is pretty interesting. Hanukkah happened some 2,167 years ago. And you need to understand that basically for the last 3,000 years, Jewish people were under subjugation or almost like you know, we were under Britain during the colonial period. Um, and Hanukkah happened in the intertestamental period. Say that, intertestamental period. You guys want to press somebody at work tomorrow? I learned about the intertestamental period. You know what that is? That's from Malachi to Luke. That's the 400 years. And why it's important, because Hanukkah happened at 167 B.C. in between Malachi and Luke. Now, the meaning of Hanukkah means to dedicate, and we're going to learn how the Jewish people rededicated after three and a half years of under subjugation. Now, have you guys ever heard of Alexander the Great? He was great, right? Anyways, you know, he actually was great to the Jewish people. He let them sacrifice in the temples. He left them alone. He supported them. And what happened when he died in 325 B.C., what happened, they split up the four regions. And the region that I want to concentrate on was the Seleucid region, and that was the Middle East. So the Seleucids, Alexander the Great, for 160 years, Israel, the Middle East, that area known as Palestine, is, is reigned by the Seleucids. Now, 215 to 164, there's a king named Antiochus Epiphanes. This guy has some chutzpah. He's got some guts. You know what his name means? Visible God. My name is Visible God. And basically, he wanted to do Hellenization or change the Jewish people who were under his rule, King Antiochus IV, wanted to change their opinions, politics, lifestyles, and religion. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. 
We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.